I'm here talking to Kendall. I'm here talking to Annie. Today I'm talking about the disappearance of Carrie Farver. The content warning is for a brief mention of computer programming. Come join us on Patreon. We have a general support <laughs> tier. <laughs> Come join us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Come. I can't. <laughs> Don't honestly don't do it again. All right, forget it. <laughs> if you want to know, there's ways to find. It. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Tell No One Podcast or send us an email at tellnoonepod at gmail Sources are in the show notes. Everything is alleged, but this is definitely Tell No One. Enjoy. Okay. Now this story is crazy. And I'm just going to blank it out there. If you're asking questions, I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. Okay. All okay. right. It's 2012. We meet 34-year-old Dave Krupa. He's recently out of a relationship. He's casually dating. He's not interested in a serious thing. He had recently ended the relationship with his 12-year girlfriend, wow. Amy Flora, the mother of his two children. The disrespect. Yeah, like, how did that even happen? She. So here's the thing. If you don't want to get married, fine. But she did. Mm. Um, she expected they would get married, and he never proposed. He said he wasn't ready to commit. You have two children. They have two alive people born of their... Born playing, of them. Born of them. I think that's a bigger commitment, frankly. Get married? I can't be tied down. Dave, what do you think's coming to you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave... Anyway, so it's th- this is Amy's breaking point. She's like, I can't do this anymore. Time what was the breaking point? The 12 years. B- year 12? Year 12. Hitting? Yeah. Okay. She's like, I got to move on. Yeah. It, how old are we? 34? She's He's 34. She's probably similar. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You've been with him your entire adult life yeah, and yeah. he won't commit, commit to you? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That, what a that's rotten. Yeah. Um, but they're co-parenting well, but just remember... Mm-hmm. Th- this happened he's living alone in his own apartment and he's meeting some women on online dating sites but he always made it clear that he was not looking for like monogamy or anything serious he cannot be tied down dave is a man on town about town sure <laughs> <laughs> he's also a mechanic so one day a woman <laughs> named carrie farver comes into his auto shop and they have like an instant connection okay but he's like i'm working i'm not gonna like hit on her here like i have some scruples Good for him. Right. So he's like, but I think there was a spark, if you ask me. But two weeks later, he sees Carrie's profile on an online dating site, and he's like, kismet. Yeah, hell yeah. So he messages her. They have a nice little interaction. He's like, I know you. And she's like, yeah, I know you. Well, she comes back to the auto shop. Okay, great. And they exchange phone numbers. We're down. Oh, she's down. Okay. They go to Applebee's for their first date because we are, I forgot to mention, in Nebraska. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but we were like, I, apparently Nebraska and Iowa are very close to each other. And like you can live in one and work in the other. That's kind of what's going on here. I wouldn't know nothing about no. that. But I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> but yeah, like it would be like working in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he thinks that she's like super funny, super clever and really smart. They have a great time. He invites her back to his house. Right when they walk in the building, he lives in an apartment building, his phone's ringing and he goes down to the front door and it's his on again, off again girlfriend, Liz. And she's there to like pick up some of her stuff that she had left. Who is she? Liz. The 12 year girlfriend? No, a different girl. He's dating a lot. 
Okay. And he's like, um, hey, Carrie, this is super awkward, um, but my ex-girlfriend's here to like get her like clothes or whatever she had left here. Mm-hmm. Carrie's very chill about it. She's like, sure, fine. Um, I'm just going to head out while you take care of this, but call me when everything's done and we can hang out again. Very chill way to handle that. Very chill. And he's like, I'll give you, your, give you a minute. Right. But I'm not like angry. I j- this is our first date. Yeah, whatever. And the women like pass each other in like the entryway, but they don't say anything. Like it's fine. So he calls Carrie after Liz is gone and Carrie invites him over to her house. So they're on the couch. They're necking, dare I say. I love when you talk about necking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get gross. And Carrie's like, wait a minute. So Carrie tells him, like, hey, we can hook up, but, like, that's all it's going to be. Like, I'm not looking for anything serious, frankly. And if I'm Cody, who are we? <laughs> Dave. Dave. <laughs> I'm, like, perfect. He literally says, I think, I felt like I hit the Powerball with this. Perfect match. Like, she's non-committal. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, this is great. And she's so smart and she's so funny and all this stuff. I'm a 34-year-old child. Um, <laughs> and they see each other a few times a week. They're hooking up. They're having fun. Mm. So, it's been about two weeks since Dave and Carrie went on their first date. Um, and so, here's the deal. She lives in Iowa. He lives in Nebraska. But she works in Nebraska. She has about an hour commute. And his apartment is, like, super close to her work. So... She has like a really big work project that she's doing. She works in like computer programming and it's like a huge like coding project she has to have done. So she's like, I'm going to be really busy with this project. And what I if I crash with you for the week? Exactly. Like I could take two hours off my day by not having to commute an hour each for way. For sure. So he's like, yeah, sure. So they, she's been spending the weeknights there for like a week. So it's November 13th, 2012. Dave le- leaves for work at 625 in the morning. Look, say what you want about Dave. He's a hard worker. He leaves and she's on her laptop in his living room, like starting on the project still. 20 minutes later at work, Dave gets a text from her asking, should we move in together? Why would you wait until I'm at work to bring up a big topic like that? And also, no. Like I thought we were on the same page. And you don't want that. Right. You have never told me you wanted that. So he goes, what? No. And she says, fine. Fuck you. Don't contact me ever again. Go away. Um, I. I know you won't tell me anything, but right. like, doesn't sound like the carry I know. Doesn't sound like the carry I know. So he's at work. He's upset that he had lost what he thought was going to be a down bitch arrangement. Yeah. And um, I'm sure confusion about like, well, I thought we were, we were on the same page. Yeah. And yeah. now like you're out of the blue wanting to move in and mad at me that, you know, I don't want that. Why are you mad when I tell you I don't want that? Right. Being like, fuck you. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about Carrie real quick. Uh, she was born in 1974. To her parents, Nancy and Denny, her mother and father divorced, and she had a stepdad named Mark, who also helped raise her a lot. She was very smart, gifted. She was in all the talented classes, got good grades, but also socialized a little and rebelled. Um, When she was 23, she had a baby with a man named Frank. Uh, They broke up. Then she found out she was pregnant, and they, like, tried to make it work for a little while, but, like, it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But she was like basically a single mother. She got a certificate in computer programming and had a pretty good job. And her son was born. His name is Maxwell. Goes by Max. She throughout her life suffered from bouts of like serious depression mm. um, and would like, you know, hide under the blankets, just like go through rough times. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was eventually diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And she took medication that kind of helped even things out. But yeah, that's that's there. Um, she got demarried and divorced twice. She got demarried. demarried. <laughs> She got married and divorced twice over the next few years. Um, But by the time we meet her in 2012, 
She's living alone with her son um, near her mother in Iowa and is working at that company in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's pretty happy. So meanwhile, while Dave's getting all these texts, Nancy, Carrie's mom, is getting some texts as well. Um, Carrie's telling her that she's taking a new job in Kansas. And she's like, you you love your job. But son Max confirms, yeah, she actually did mention a job interview that she had in Kansas. So this isn't like that crazy. How old are we? 12? He's a teen. He's early teen. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Really loved her job. But what what are we telling her mom? Like, you'll never hear from me again. Not quite. Just like, oh, like, I'm going to move. I'm going to take Max. We're going to move to Kansas for this new job. But like, I'll see you later. We'll talk about it later. But not okay. really actually talking about it. So... No phone calls. No, she still hasn't come back. They knew that she was staying with, with Dave, this guy she was seeing, but they didn't know his last name. They didn't know like where he lived. They didn't know how to contact him and be like, is she with you? They had no way of contacting him. Okay. So they call her all throughout the week, the work week, because they were all supposed to be going to a family wedding that weekend in which Max was like an usher. And the wedding had actually been moved up because her father, Denny, was dying of stomach cancer. So they wanted him to be able to be there. It's just like very important that she goes to this wedding. Okay. And from, remind me, not Cody, but Dave. Dave. He's giving <laughs> Cody energy, but yeah, yeah Dave. For, for Dave, we're like, okay, you broke up with me on a Monday. Uh-huh. Fuck off. You'll never hear from me again. Yeah. Great. When I get home from work, you're gone from my home. Yep. When that would track, you told me that you would never, I would never hear from you again. Exactly. But her family don't know that happened. And right. they're like, well, we're not hearing from her either. She's with Dave. Yes. Yeah, that was the plan. That was going to be the plan. Anyway. How long have we been in the ether? Like Tuesday what? to Friday right now. It's Friday before the wedding, which is on Saturday. Okay. So yeah, Friday before the wedding comes, no one has heard from her. Um, and the wedding comes and goes. And her parents are just like, you know, taking care of Max. Um, she also missed her friend's baby shower that she had hosted, like that she was going to host. Yeah. V- Come on. Where are you? Come on. Where are you? So Nancy's getting more texts saying, hey, I actually broke up with my boyfriend um, and I'm considering checking myself into a mental hospital. I think that girl from the hallway that came to get her shit killed Carrie and is now pretending to be her. Okay. So the next week, her mom is like, I got to call the police. Officer is, of course, not at all concerned. Why? I am. She's a grown woman who doesn't have to check in with her mom. I do like that take. (laughs) (laughs) But they're like, also, of of course, when they tell them about her bipolar diagnosis, they're like, oh, of course. She's off her meds and she's being manic or whatever. Yeah, but like, help her then. Find her then. Right. That's what's so funny. It's like, so you're saying... Fuck her to hell then? <laughs> what, even yeah. if that were true, oh, just let her die? Yeah, like, well, if that were true, be even more worried. I'm right. telling you, I have, there's an, there's an unwell woman who, like, definitely needs, needs help, help right now. Right. And what about her child? A mother can't leave her fucking child. True, true, true. But, um, so it's not a priority for them at first, but she was entered into the missing persons database. So that's in there. Her family's getting more texts. I'm moving in with Dave. She had texted her job that she's quitting and texted her mom again that she is taking that new job in Kansas. She had also um, told her mom that she has sold all of her furniture in her apartment and had sent a picture of a check that was like from the buyer made out to her for the furniture. 
and she's asking her mom to let the buyer come and pick it up from her house. Nancy's like, I'm not doing that until I can like see you or hear your voice. Yeah. And her and Carrie like lashes out and calls her a bad mom. All this shit. All of it over text. Yeah. Or like Facebook, but mostly like text. But like not hearing you, not talking to you, not looking at you. Yeah. Okay, great. So Nancy goes to the court um, and gets guardianship of Max because she's scared if Carrie does come back in like a manic moment and grabs from school or something, there's nothing she could do about it. So she's like, if this is actually her and she is having a mental break, at least I have like legal control of her son. For sure. And like good thinking. Right. So the police decide to look into who is the buyer of her furniture. It's a woman named Shauna, but she goes by Liz. It's Dave's ex-girlfriend. Um, Liz told the police that someone had stolen her checkbook out of her garage and believes that it was Carrie. Why would it be in your garage anyway? Like in your car? Yeah. I don't, maybe in like boxes. I don't know. Who writes checks? Okay. So Liz gives the police Dave's contact information, which they hadn't had. They didn't know like his last name or anything. Okay. Okay. Well, helping, trying to help. Yeah. Maybe I do believe her. Kind of, you're really not giving anything away. No, I'm really good at this. Okay. Okay. Blah, blah. The police go to talk to him at the auto shop and they're like, dude. Did you kill her? Did you kill her? She was last seen at your house. Yeah. And he's like, I fucking swear I didn't. She has not stopped harassing me. Okay. She, uh, he is showing them texts from Carrie blaming um, Liz for their breakup, calling Liz a whore, horrible, horrible things. And the weird thing is, so they're talking, the, What's his face? Dave and the deputy Phillips are talking. Yeah. And then deputy Phillips gets a text from Carrie. Yeah. You're a little fucking Dennis and Menace. Yeah. That says, I don't care about this missing person's report, but I'd really appreciate it if you left Dave Krupa out of it. I'm leaving the state. My mother overreacted. I've been to my house a few times. Like, it's fine. The detective responds. We are not going to remove you from the database until we can see you in person. Yeah. She says, please stop talking to people. I have nothing left to say to anyone. I want one person to go away for destroying everything for me. Who? Who? I don't know. The police call Liz and tell her, look, you should probably file a police report for the stolen checks. And she's like, okay, another thing. Someone had broken into my garage again and painted whore from Dave, which doesn't even make sense, on the wall. from Dave? Yeah. Like spray painted. Okay, I'm getting a picture. I'm getting a picture of what we're dealing with here. Bad news, bears. So Nancy, Carrie's mother, is still like trying to reach out to her like on Facebook and all this stuff. And she messages her about like the Thanksgiving plans and like, we really want you to come. Comes and goes, no response. Her father dies because, you know, he was sick and she doesn't come to the funeral. We have a very big problem, no? Yes. (laughs) But she posts on Facebook, sorry I missed the funeral. She also posts a picture of like a hand with an engagement ring that says Dave and I got engaged. Dave, I need you to comment. It absolutely was not Carrie's hand. Like her family's like, that's not Carrie's hand. What? And so the police called Dave. They're like, are you engaged? And he's like, no, I haven't seen her, but she is texting me at least 60 times a day. Wow. Sometimes like his phone is ringing and going off so much. He can't like make a call. It's like so overwhelmed. Mm hmm. I hate to feel for Dave, but damn, what the fuck? So one night Dave's alone in his house watching TV. He gets a text from Carrie saying she can see him in his blue shirt. He is indeed wearing a blue shirt. He runs outside, but doesn't see anyone. This happens a lot. 
You are being very watched. So Liz gets a text. I'm in your garage. What should I do to your car? And sends a photo of the inside of her garage. Oh, the haunting in Connecticut. The haunting of Hill House. Dave gets an email from Carrie one day. You will do exactly as I say, and then I will let her go. And a photo attached with a woman tied up in the trunk of a car with duct tape on her mouth. (laughs) you laughing it looked vaguely like liz but it was too dark and the text also said you will dump liz and you and i will start seeing each other again carrie <laughs> you aim too high we cannot get back together now but dave you is like a crime i think she's bluffing so he like texts liz and like are you abducted and she's like no but he's like weird anyway well a girl did get abducted yeah what the, who the fuck then? was tied up in a trunk <laughs> Okay, so another day, Dave is driving into his apartment like complex parking lot, and he sees a car. All this for a guy in, in, in a, a parking car. Parking <laughs> lot. <laughs> okay, he's driving into his parking lot and sees a car like buried under snow, and he's like, "This looks abandoned. I'm gonna check it out." Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. So he looks. Um, it's Carrie's Ford Explorer. But here's the tea. It had not been there since she disappeared. Because it wasn't there. It had come back and been left. And then... And then snow had happened and it had been abandoned. Okay, okay. The police tow it. Uh, Her car is processed by crime scene tech. There are no fingerprints on the exterior or interior. Very, very clean. Shouldn't there be? Yes. Like, suspiciously clean. Right, okay, got it. Fresh vacuum marks on the upholstery. I do love the way I love that. Vibe I love though. that look. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love this look. A faint pink stain on the middle of the front passions, passenger seat. <laughs> a faint pink stain on the middle of the front passenger seat. Okay. But they were able to recover one fingerprint on the mint container in the cup holder. The print was entered in the system and there was no match. So um, they keep getting harassed every day. No sign of stopping. Um, and they sign forms to have their phones downloaded by the police so they Mm -hmm. do that more texts they get um a link to a fake obituary for liz quote look what i made for the whore i will kill her they already made her obit so it's done okay man the whore thing the whore thing is it's relentless whore quote i'm trying to hire someone to get rid of that whore liz for us do we want to pay for just the whore or for her two kids too okay ew you're fucking awful Ew, you're fucking awful. (laughs) So Dave and Liz are both being harassed by this person. And sometimes they'll be hanging out and they both get emails at the same time. Watching you both. So looks like this plan's backfiring. They are kind of bonding over this experience. Yeah. August 16th, Liz's home is in flames. There's no one in the house, but her two dogs, cat and snake, all die in the fire. There's a gas can in the living room. And it's like clearly arson. Like, hello. And they also get an email. I am not lying. I set that nasty whore's house on fire. (laughs) I hope the whore and her kids die in it. Who are her children? She has two children. Okay. You want them to fucking die? You're a maniac. I think. Did you hear her? (laughs) She wants them to die. Uh, Text to Liz. Hope you and your kids burn to death. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, Starts threatening to kill Dave's kids constant calls to his workplace so much so like his his boss is getting upset obviously his ex-girlfriend amy starts getting threatening texts as well april it's been like 
five months. Okay, April. Nancy, Carrie's mother, gets a call from a man who says he's Dave Krupa. He says that Carrie had called him and told him that she was at a homeless shelter in Omaha. Mm-hmm. You got to go pick her up. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes like with a photo. It's an hour away. No one had seen her. It was a hoax. She gets a Facebook message from Carrie. Quote, I'm a grown woman. I can leave if I want. I asked my son Max to come, but he said no. I love you all very much. I just need time to sort things out. Another Facebook status. Liz is the hoe that took my boyfriend away from me. Now I have a real nice guy. Who the fuck are you talking about? So Nancy is a sad. She has a dream, like a very vivid dream that Carrie's father, Denny, who had passed, comes to her and and like very clearly says, don't worry, she's with me. Um, okay. I believe him then. I believe Denny. No reason not to. Never did anything to me. <laughs> May Max, her son, sends a message to Carrie's Facebook account that just says hi. She responds, oh, hey, baby. little man. This is weird. He asks three questions. One, what's my middle name? Two, what was the name of our first boxer? Who was my best friend growing up? You're still growing up. (laughs) I know. I know. Yeah. It's like, what was the first street we lived on? Yeah. But Um, like, but good. But dead ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No response. Mm -hmm. Carrie sends a message to her mom. I'm not hurt, mom. I just had a breakdown and I think I'm getting over it. I should have come to my senses sooner and realized that this guy wasn't worth it. Interesting. Interesting. So that summer, Amy has a window broken out with a brick. Amy, the original 12-year girlfriend. Yeah. The ultimate girlfriend. (laughs) Literally. The ultimate girlfriend. girlfriend. Nothing more ever. (laughs) Um, Trust no one is what I'm going to say. Okay. Amy had a window broken with a brick. Yes. Okay. And one night walking home from a bar, Dave sees near his apartment complex someone crawling between a car and the no, building no no i'm out no no <laughs> no yeah yeah no yes <laughs> can you fucking imagine <laughs> one night his daughter's sleeping over his house and she said she saw a ghost in the corner of her room and she threw a shoe at it and it scourged away oh my god i feel sick imagine crawling Dude, like, I feel like I looked at a photo with a bunch of little tiny holes in it. Uh, Like, you know what I mean? Like, that full body. Yeah, I want to crawl on my skin. Yeah, like, I want to fucking die. I want to (laughs) die. It's spring 2015. About three years has passed at this point. New detectives are assigned. One of them is going to work as if Carrie is alive, and one's going to work as if she is dead. Cute. Cute. We'll get to the bottom of this somehow. Um, So no credit cards had been used, and none of her money had been withdrawn. They eliminate Dave as a suspect because he immediately gives them complete access to his entire email account. He had saved 11,000 emails from Carrie. Well, 11,000. Yeah. So while they're looking at all of this, Liz comes in to file a harassment report about Amy, the mother of Dave's children. Okay. She says that two days after Liz and Dave had broken up for like the last time, they've been on and off this whole time. His gun was stolen out of his apartment, and she's convinced that they had all been played for fools, that it was not Carrie doing this. It was Amy that had been impersonating Carrie the whole time. She's like, why would someone who just dated him for two weeks harass him and stalk him for years? Mm -hmm. Amy's the one who is scorned, frankly. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. They're like, okay, noted. And Amy had a key to his apartment. So December 5th, 2015, 911 gets a call from Liz. She's crying, and she said that she had been shot in the leg, and the assailant was a woman. Ooh. 
She said she was sitting on a park bench when she was shot, and it was clearly Amy Flora. She suddenly appeared and yelled, so you like fucking Dave? And shot her and ran off. (laughs) She goes, not really. (laughs) I'm not willing to die over it. Right, right. So Liz goes to the hospital, obviously, and Amy is confronted by three officers at her home. She agrees to take a poly, but she fails. But they had like felt the hood of her car and were like, it wasn't warm. Like she might have been home all day. She truly might have been home all day. Right. So now I ask, do you remember that they had downloaded all their phone information? Yeah. They found on Liz's phone a photo of the back of Carrie's Ford Explorer taken in December 2012 when the car was still missing. God. <laughs> they determined that Liz had likely shot herself. And go on. And that she had used fake texting apps under multiple email addresses using Carrie's name. They matched phone numbers that were harassing herself and Dave and was even able to pre-schedule text messages and emails to be sent at a certain time. Meaning she could be with Dave in a room and, and get, get a message. Oh my fucking <laughs> God. They get warrants for all of the social media that were sending messages. And when she filed about Amy... She's tr- bird, two birds with one stone. She's trying to be like, you know what? I've done enough to carry. Yeah. I've besmirched her fucking name quite enough. Yeah. And I believe killed her. And now I'm going to turn it around and get Amy too. Yeah. Oh, every <laughs> girl involved with Dave... Damn, Dave, like, what do you have? I'll show you Dave later, and, like, (laughs) you'll still be scratching your head. Um, Found IP addresses for all when the accounts were created, but she had used VPNs as well as proxy servers to hide her true IP address. Wow. Here's the kicker. Liz's fingerprint matches the one on the print container found in Carrie's car, the only fingerprint in the car. Uh Uh-huh. So they... Put a tracker on Liz's car and they get an alert if she comes close to Amy's house because they're worried about Amy at this point. Yeah. They get frequent alerts because she would frequently just drive around in Amy's parking lot. Hold on. Liz is the one who got the thing in her garage. Fuck you, whore. Her home burned down. Yep. Her home burned down. Yeah. She burned her home down. Yeah. She threatened her own children. Yeah. She called them ugly, too. I want to rewind to me, little old me. Yeah. The girl in the entryway. Yep. Who I felt suspicious, suspicious about. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. They bring in Liz for an interview and they tell her they're working on a missing persons case. Carrie, forever. And they lie and say that they had found some remains and that they're waiting for an ID, but it's been tentatively ID that they're Carrie's. Yeah. They want to shake her up a little bit. Uh, They ask her if she had ever met Carrie. And she says, just that time when we passed each other in the vestibule. Didn't think you knew. I knew that word. Did you? Um, She's like, yeah, we just passed each other. And Carrie called me a bitch when we passed each other. Um, Are you okay? No, she didn't. She couldn't be less okay. She also (laughs) suggests that Amy might be the real stalker all along. And the detectives are like, word so we actually want to build a case against amy but we just don't have enough evidence like it would be really clutch if we had had some threatening statements from amy maybe if you have any of those please send those along Mm -hmm. so four days later liz forwards them an email from amy claim yeah claiming to have gotten from amy subject line i shot you (laughs) (laughs) no no and the text says i shot you liz (laughs) 
to make sure Dave stayed away from you. I made a couple of those fake emails and numbers you and Dave thought were Carrie to get rid of you, Liz, but it didn't work too well. Not a full confession. (laughs) (laughs) Subject line, I I shot shot you. (laughs) I got rid of the gun. Looks like the police haven't arrested me. No one has proof that it was me. They're like, this is great, Liz, but we need more specifics about Carrie's, uh, we are assuming, murder to build a case against Amy. Uh-huh. A few days later, Kendall, <laughs> I'm over it. How are you that fucking dumb? Dumb. See, she could use VPNs and stuff, but she's doing this. Mm-hmm. She thinks they're dumb yeah. is what's happening. Well, to be fair, like she trailed them along for like how long now? Three years. Holy <sighs> shit. How do you have the fucking energy to keep doing it? Does she have a job? Kind of. What do you mean by that? She's like kind of, but she gets fired a lot. She's Mm -hmm. like a freak. Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly. The next email is, when I met Crazy Carrie, she wouldn't stop talking about Dave. She tried to attack me, but I attacked her with a knife. I stabbed her three to four times in the stomach area. Then I took her out and burned her. I stuffed her body into a garbage bag with crap, and it ended up in a dumpster. I will never admit to this. (laughs) (laughs) I will never admit to it. Dave will always take care of me and protect me, so I will never go to jail. They get that email. They tell Liz, like, hey, can you not tip off Dave that Amy's the real killer here? And she's like, sure. But of course she does. Mm -hmm. Um, So she tells Dave, dude, like, it's been Amy all along. Amy probably killed Carrie. And he's like, what? (laughs) So he calls the police. He's like, is what she's saying to me real? And they're like, no, we can't tell you anything. But all I'm going to say is avoid liz like the plague that's a quote and he's like noted noted they're like we suggest that you actually move in with amy for a little while okay meaning like hell no she's not a killer like, right we tell you to move in with her move in with amy and avoid liz okay he's like cool so he does with their children if i fucking find out that the end of the story is a beautiful family back together <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay. okay so he moves in with amy and this pushes liz into the stratosphere i wonder if they did that to they me. did i think <laughs> um february 2016 liz calls the detectives in tears it looks like the only person who benefits is her she gets to shoot somebody kill somebody and move in with dave why haven't they arrested her yet what are you gets to kill somebody <laughs> <laughs> gets to move in with dave (laughs) what the what okay more emails from quote amy quote i got a hold of carrie and we drove in her car and reached over and stabbed her in the stomach when i killed carrie you know she begged me to call dave at work then she begged me to talk to her family before she died i remember when i killed carrie that she had a ying yang sign on her left thigh but she spelled it yig yag I couldn't let that go. Yin and yang. Yig yag. <laughs> so they go back to Carrie's car. They remove the front seats. Um, and the passenger seat had a large red stain under, like the, it had seeped in. Yeah. And it reacted to luminol. They get some of Carrie's hair from her mom and swabbed her son's DNA. She might have had like a brush or something. Mm-hmm. And confirmed the blood was Carrie's. So uh, bada bing, bada boom. Late February, Dave is taking a nap on the couch, and a brick comes flying through the window. GPS on Liz's car shows she was there. This is old hat at this point. They confiscate several cell phones from Liz's apartment. They find they also find a video camera in her place that was missing from Carrie's house. She had gone to her house. One of the cell phones, um, 
that they found was used to call Carrie's mother in April 2013 to tell them about the homeless shelter thing. She had used a voice distorter to 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 sound like a man. You're... And why does she do that? To be a dick? I have no idea. Or like, stop asking? Like, I mean, get her off the trail? I don't know. Liz was arrested for an unpaid parking ticket. They interrogated her. for that? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, They interrogated Carrie. (laughs) I can't focus anymore. (laughs) Cut the cameras. I mean, you can, but it's a ruse. Yeah. But yeah. Well, traffic ticket, I guess. So that would be like speeding. Okay. Um, They interrogate her about Carrie. When asked if she had been in her car ever, she says no. They tell her, okay, but we found your fingerprint on the container. They also tell her that Liz's phone had been tracked to being at Carrie's house after she had gone missing. Liz stops talking. She asks for a lawyer. Uh, December 22nd, 2016, she is arrested for murder, and she opts for a bench trial, which is just a judge, not a jury. Yeah, I don't need to get anyone else involved. I don't want anyone else to hear this, frankly. (laughs) This is humiliating. So May 10th. 2017 her trial begins for first degree murder and second degree arson we're not forgetting the arson also at this point she has a new 22 year old boyfriend who was willing to testify on her behalf but he was not dating her at the time and had nothing to say (laughs) but okay (laughs) i just had to put that in okay so they find um a purchase on carrie's debit card that was made after her disappearance at walmart of a shower curtain the same curtain is in a bunch of photos on liz's phone they Bought a shower curtain. Yeah, I really want that one, but like in a risky way. And every time she takes a shower, she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shocking that like she would have gotten away with it if she hadn't like kept it up for that long. The Amy stuff. And getting like and building and building and building. There's also a photo of Carrie's driver's license with a knife next to it that was emailed to Dave from an account made by Liz. So this is what kind of what they think happened. The morning of November 13th, Carrie's at Dave's. She logs onto her Facebook at like 630. He goes to work and then she leaves or something. Because at 954, Carrie's cell phone logs onto Facebook and unfriends Dave. That's clearly Liz at that point. Yeah. So they're a little worried because it's hard to argue a murder trial with no body. But Dave Krupa has a little blank. What? A little what? A little brain blast. Mm. And he's like, oh, my God, I remember I had this like iPad or tablet in storage that has a memory card that was once Liz's. They look at it and it has thousands of pictures on it. But there's one photo of a close up tattoo on a foot that matches a tattoo that Carrie had on her foot. They study the photo and confirm it's a it's a dead foot. Oh, my God. So they're like, she's dead. We have we basically have a proof that she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, Liz, what the fuck are you doing? If you were Dave, would you be a little flatter? Be real. I mean, time to be real. <laughs> be fucking, I mean, okay. She's found guilty on both charges. She's offered a plea deal if she shows them the remain where she hid the remains, but she maintains her innocence. Give the family the fucking body. That's what's so crazy. In her interviews, when she's like pretending to like to have it be Amy and they're like playing along, she's like, I mean, just give Carrie's family some closure. Knowing that she could do it. Yeah. Ew, fuck you. It is really cuckoo bananas. What an actor, though. Like, I would forget. Like, yeah. That'd be legitimately hard. She appealed in 2019. It was denied. And Carrie's remains have never been found. What All for fucking Dave. Freak. There's a lot of, like, other... Like, she was doing some weird stuff also, like, in the background. She had a boyfriend this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Named Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, she also had two children, like I said. Um, Can I look at her? 
one i want to tell you some things about garrett (laughs) garrett keeping it a secret when her house burns down she moved into his basement he had also been getting flirty texts from someone calling themselves carrie they the police talk to him when they find pictures of him in liz's phone labeled fat ass (gasps) oh you're mean too and mean to boot and mean to boot he visits her in the hospital after she shot herself and she asks him to go bring her her iPad from her apartment <laughs> and he can't find the charger. So he looks under the bed, finds it, but also finds a laptop that was stolen from his house two years ago. <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> she used to break up. They do. I think the fat ass thing really pushed him over the edge. Hurt him. It hurt him. Yeah, that's basically it. Wow. What the hell? What did you ask? I want to look at her. Oh, I want to look at her. She also harassed like her baby daddy's new girlfriend. Um, and like showed up at their apartment and was throwing shit at the apartment door so much, like throwing furniture at it, that when the girl tried to leave, it was piled up to the peephole. What? How does she even? Ha- no, for real. How does she have the time? She's told you she's not really working. Yeah. Wow. Why the fuck? Why the freak? <laughs> <laughs> So I cannot imagine caring about anything that much. That's the can thing. Can you? Like, can you? That's why it's like, it's not about Dave, is it? No, you're mentally, like, cracked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does she find out that Carrie was bipolar? Because that, like, really helped her. That people thought I don't Carrie think might she be, did. like, off her rocker. I'm not sure. I think maybe her parents were like, are you having, are you taking your meds or something? Yeah. And then she was, like, fucking no. perfect. Yeah. yeah. What meds? Evil. Fuck no. Fuck those. Dave, I feel real guilty, but I think he's kind of like happy-go-lucky, frankly. He's like, well... A moron? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. He's not the smartest. Okay. Well, feel free to <laughs> absorb that information. Feel free to share it. As though you're doing something one. 